0: a studio stu- studio d production i hear downstairs go like oh no i tried to keep it together i tried <laughs> and, really hard to keep it and together and then she came running up the stairs I just like so sobbing and handing putting her phone in my face i was look, so pissed look, you had to look and i seriously thought somebody had died like oh, uh, that was the first was thing that came to my head was like who the fuck died what the fuck happened <laughs> like caught,
1: furious like, that i have ever been
0: and i was so mad at her once i found out what it was about i was like you need to calm <laughs> <the fuck laughs> down that leo energy mom so furious. she
2: can't <laughs> i understand why you were furious but
0: you scared the fucking like my heart did not sit down cry. i want to tell you a story a really weird and messed up story I'm not mad at it's you. It's Story saying, Time. Yeah. I just brought up a No, I'm just mad at that. All right. Hello, hey. every. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Hello, we should um- just keep this as our intro. Just like. <laughs> 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 she knows. She knows every time you're going to speak <laughs> and chooses that specific time. <laughs> it's really just an accident. <laughs>
0: hello everyone welcome to f up family story time i'm salem and i'm hannah and fuck bethany <laughs> and Belle's here too hey guys. So, <laughs> it's just the three of us this time oh. how are we all doing i'm all right <laughs> I'm <laughs> other, hanging other
2: in. than fuck bethany no. <laughs> great i had oh i wanted to tell the story about jonesy yeah um i know we always talk about cats and i apologize but my cat is very cute so I woke up early this morning to finish my story because I'm a loser <laughs> who no, procrastinates. A procrastinator. But I like went upstairs and when I came back downstairs, James was still lying in bed and I let Jonesy out to like come downstairs with us because he likes laying with us. And at one point, James went to like go grab him because he was climbing on shit and he grabs him and holds him like a little ball in his arms like his feet were like right by his head <laughs> and he like puts him in the bed and he's grumbling and he's going meh But then we kind of like settle him down in between the two of us and we put the blanket over his head and he starts purring immediately. He was like so pissed off at first. And then he was like, oh, wait, no. I like this. And he sat there for an hour and just laid there with us in that weird little balled up, curled up position. Oh, it's amazing how kitties,
0: some kitties love being under a blanket. Ollie
1: loves being covered up. There's been times like, especially when it's cold, it's been too hot lately. And his new favorite thing is to lay right in front of the fan that we keep pointed at Kyle in the night. <laughs> but when it's cold out, Kyle will like, cover him up with the blanket before he leaves for work. And then oh. when I was working early mornings and would come home in the afternoon, I would come home at like two or three, and Ollie would still be in the blanket, <laughs> oh.
0: covered up. <laughs> Sage does not like being covered up. You know, Hercules does.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jonesy has never really like enjoyed it, I didn't think. Like sometimes I'll wrap him like a little baby, he may not like being little wrapped face up. up.
0: But he might like being being covered. Up. Yeah, that's different.
2: Like It's so funny though.
0: But enough kitty talk. Yeah, enough kitty talk.
2: <laughs> what else? We'll is, go on forever. Yes.
0: What <laughs> else is new in y'all's lives? Anything? <laughs> I, guess I mean, no. no.
1: <laughs> I found out that the bats that live in my apartment complex are living directly above my unit. No. So I'm wondering if the asthma that I developed in the last handful of oh. years has to do with the fact that a colony of bats has been shitting above my head for four plus years. Perhaps. That could be. That's cool.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like your frog earrings with Thank little you. cowboy hats. Those little butts. They have little butts. They're oh, my God. They're little pink butts. butts. I was telling Kyle the other day about Bright Patch. Oh. And then about how dad used to call her Pinky.
0: <laughs>
1: we asked him one time, why do you call her Pinky? And he was like, because if you shaved her, she'd be
0: pink. Look because at her little nose. Because every part of her that didn't have hair was bright pink. <laughs> <laughs> her paws, her nose, around her eyes. Yeah. Well, she had that black ears. splotch
1: on her nose. I was showing Kyle pictures today.
0: <laughs> we called her Pinky Big Paw. Oh, remember how big her paws were? Yeah, she
2: huge paws. All right, we should probably get we into the story. <laughs> we went back to talking about cats again. That's always, all we fucking talk about. We're just
0: like we love our cats. Welcome to our
2: cat podcast.
0: I love my cats so much. I love
2: it. Okay.
0: All right. Well, this week Hannah's telling the story. Yay! Yay, Hannah.
2: I- had to consciously not go it's me because i was listening back to our episodes and every fucking time i tell a story <laughs> and you announce that it's me doing it i do that you, like same tone so same inflection, everything and i just did it <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh i hate myself no it's cute that's funny oh, it's endearing <laughs> but yes i am telling the story and also a uh, very fitting i think the last time I told this type of story, it was just the three of us, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We don't get too many that are just the three of us. But we're going to have,
0: well. depending on what we decide, the next couple episodes might just be the three of oh, us. that's true. Unless we can find a guest.
2: So my story this week is actually a collection of stories. Oh. If you will remember, I think it was episode 29. Um, I did the bad things at fun places.
0: Yeah, that was a fun one
2: why bad luck i'm just wishing you instead of good luck <gasps> to have bad luck oh
0: my god
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> bell's evil um but yes this <laughs> is bad things at fun places number two. Oh, well, i like
0: that yeah we have a we have a i don't know what you call that
2: number two we have a <laughs> a sequel a sequel we have a, a series within the series yeah. of podcasts That's we have a bowel, <laughs> a bowel movement a bowel movement I'll number two <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's great um this one is a little looser with what the fun place is I think okay so it's just, <laughs> it's just bad, things bad things that, things that happen, happen uh, to they no, it was still like arguably At a fun places. place
1: <laughs> bad things in places <laughs>
2: just bad things (laughs) um so the first bad thing that happened at a fun place that i will be talking about is the america sings accident so america sings is an attraction at disneyland that opened on june 24th of 1974 it replaced the carousel of progress
0: carousel of progress carousel of progress that sounds interesting which i
2: don't remember exactly when that one opened i think it was in the 50s or 60s when did disneyland even open no clue i have no Uh, idea i I could have done more research but i did not
1: (laughs) you're not researching disneyland you're researching bad things the america sings attraction
2: but yes so the carousel of progress was what was in the same carousel theater that america sings was in it had six theaters that would rotate around four no sorry So there was an outer ring of the building that had six theaters that were separated by, like, dividers or walls. And those six theaters would rotate around six fixed stages in the center of the building. So it was kind of just, like, two concentric circles. One of them rotated, and that's where the guests would sit and then the one in the center had, like, performers, mostly animatronics for both the Carousel of Progress and for America Sings. Okay. Um, but there were some people who would, like, stand on stage and, like, greet the guests and
0: give, a monologue give them yeah. or whatever. Yeah. OK.
2: It was set up to show, like, six different tableaus. In the Carousel of Progress, it showed different scenes of, like, the possible future. I think there's a Simpsons episode that makes fun of it. Or it could make fun of what it is became after it was America sings but like okay. that episode where they go to epcot cuz this theater is now technically in epcot and they like take that little car yeah, and they drive the car past like what the future will look like uh-huh um it was kind of like that but in okay. a, some centrics <laughs> in a circular theater so it would
0: just rotate in a circle rather than going like on a track or yeah. something okay
2: Um, The America Sings attraction showed like different stages of American music using animatronics. Yes. Is
1: there still a theater like that that exists? Like something in in like Tomorrowland? I remember doing something like that. Yes.
2: So it used to... I'll get into that later. Okay. Um, Just a little bit, but I guess I could tell you now. From like the one time (laughs) I went to Disney World. So it was initially the Carousel of Progress. Then it was America Sings. Then it was empty for a little bit. And then I think in... I have it in here somewhere... America Sings closed in 1988. It reopened as Innovations in Tomorrowland uh, in 98. And then in 2015, it became the Star Wars Launch Bay, which is what it is now still. Okay. Yes. So, that, so you I did think go I think I might have seen it. So because you probably when did went I... to Innovations. Yeah, because
1: it was like in 2009 when I was there. Yeah, and yeah. I remember going to, like, we
2: sat in a weird theater. We got, like, rotated around. And yep. like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they've still been using the same yeah theater. <laughs> um It's just been a variety of different things.
1: Cool. I don't think we got rotated around. I think the center stage was like I don't know. Maybe we got rotated around. I can't really remember. This was like if it was 15 the same years ago.
2: If it was the same thing, then the center stage is fixed. Okay. The theater rotates. Then around we rotate around. It. Yeah. So America sings show different stages of American music with mostly animatronics, um and between the acts, as the walls were rotating between the stages the lights would black out and the theater was illuminated by flashing stars in the audience. So this attraction opened up June 24th and on July 8th of 1974, only nine days after the attraction had opened, an incident occurred.
1: Oh, jeez.
2: That was quick. Very quick. (laughs) Um, 18-year-old Deborah Gale Stone was the hostess of the America Sings attraction. So she was the one who was on stage with like greet... At least from what I can gather, she would like greet the guests and give them like a rundown, and then she would say goodbye to them. She was on like the first and the last stages, I think, of the show. And between ten thirty-five and ten forty p.m., Deborah was crushed to death between the walls of the stationary stage and the rotating theaters. Wow. So there was a narrow wall, like a narrow um, passage, kind of between the stage. And the theaters, that would, like, kind of close when the walls rotated. Rotate, yeah. And Deborah got caught between those as the theater started rotating. And the theater would rotate every four minutes, I think. Okay. It speculated that she could have fallen. She could have stepped back. um, Or she could have been attempting to, like, jump from one stage to the other. It's not really clear how she ended up there. Why she was there. Why she, yeah. Why she was in that space as it was rotating. Sad. Very sad. Yeah. Just a misjudgment,
0: probably. Yeah,
2: it's truly just like a complete accident. Like yeah. I don't think that there was really any negligence per se in this. I think it was just an accident. Yeah. Although they, will we'll, we'll see or later on that they do things to fix it so that an accident like this couldn't really happen again. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> but as has happened, one of the audience members heard Debra screaming Jeez. and notified other employees. Um, there were other guests that heard the screams, but thought that it was a part of the show. So by the time that this one guest had gotten the employees to like come and check it out, Deborah had already been declared dead.
0: Oh,
2: um, following her death, the ride closed down and remained closed until Disney installed safety lights and then cleaned the area of the incident. So part, I think part of the issue is that it was blackout. As the walls were rotating. So she may so not, she have might really... not have even seen that she was in the area yeah. that was going to be. She may not have had any idea she was in that yeah. spot. Yeah. And I mean, only eight days after the attraction is opened, or like nine days after the attraction is opened, whatever it was, that she probably didn't have very much training on how the ride no. was operated no. at that no, point. I'm sure that
1: nobody, I mean, especially if they didn't even have like safety lights in this yeah. part that moves around. You yeah. know, it just felt like there's. I don't know, not a lot of like foresight, you know. Yeah. Like I well, don't but- think anybody can really predict an accident like this to happen until yeah. it happens.
2: Well Let's- and like it's it's one of the rides that you wouldn't assume is dangerous at all. Yeah. Like you yeah. go on a roller coaster, there's a certain assumed amount of like danger mm-hmm. and if you go on a ride like this which isn't even really a ride it's an attraction where you sit in a theater like there should be no assumed risk at that point i remember yeah. it really or, like there's always risk in some from, in everything
1: it's like one of the things that i personally remember really vividly but just because it was so fucking weird just like yeah. animatronics are weird They're very especially weird. like i appreciate like animatronics like in like the band or whatever from the 80s i like that but like the ones that look like humans Oh, yeah. And it was, like, all of these, like, families from the 50s. I was, like, oh.
2: Mm-hmm. To be fair, Disney has some really fucking, like, cool, innovative animatronics that they use. I think they're on, like, the forefront of, like, animatronics, which is, like, so weird to say because I feel like animatronics are dated anyways, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess kind of. Um, so along with adding those safety lights, um, they added breakaway walls In case this accident happened again. So, like, just truly making it so that this could not happen in the same way that it happened before. Which, good on them. Um, But three days later, the attraction reopened. After the incident, Deborah's parents sued. And they received a small settlement. I'm not sure how much it was. It was non-disclosed. They settled outside of court, I think. Yeah, and like I said America closed America sings closed in 1988, then it reopened as Innovations in 98, and then in 2015 it became the Star Wars Launch Bay and it is still that same attraction. Does it still have the rotating theater? How does that work? I believe so. I'm not entirely sure how the Launch Bay is set up cuz it's like fairly new. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's been to Disneyland yeah. since 2000- the Star Wars shit has opened. No. Um, cuz I think the Star Wars thing's opened in like 2015, right? 2016 I think that's what you said that's, I said 2015 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I assume it's like the same thing I don't know what the attraction itself is though like what is in the center stage what they're looking at I don't know
0: that's a sad story yeah just an accident but
2: yeah just a true well and you think she's accident. like
0: 18
1: years old die. she's yeah. probably in like that Disney college program yeah it's like you know just sad very sad
2: All right, so my second, this more loosely takes fun place into account. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I think it would be a fun place, and I think a lot of people's intentions of going here was that it was like fun entertainment that they could watch. So this is the story of the crash at Crush. Um, Oh, okay. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So on September 15th of 1896, the Missouri Kansas Texas Railroad staged a train wreck as a publicity stunt. Or, like, an entertainment spectacle. This is why I call it a fun place. It's
0: like a demolition derby. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what I was thinking that, like, people will go there for entertainment. And and that's everybody, fun. yeah. Everybody's <laughs> always
1: loved to see Shake Boom.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this stunt took place in Texas at a temporary crash site dubbed Crush. Um, that's why it's the Crash at Crush. All right. Um, in the 1880s, the Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad, or the MKT, also referred to as Katie.
1: Can I also just point out how creative we've always been (laughs) like well what's gonna happen i mean two trains are gonna crush together what should we call this event it was
2: it was actually named after an employee of the mkt railroad his last name was crush (laughs) and he came up with the idea but i i always thought until just now like when i was doing this research i always thought that it was just named that because there was a crush Crushed they together. crushed together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, I'd like to say that is not, that is also not creative. I'll just name it after myself.
2: It's <laughs> That's a crash. fair. It's a crush and I'm named crush. <laughs> that works. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in the 1880s, MKT had started replacing their older 30 ton steam engines with 60 ton steam engines. And so they had a surplus of old and unused units. And in 1896, M.K.T. agent William Crush suggested this publicity stunt to make use of their obsolete trains. There was another railroad called Columbus and Hawking Valley Railroad that had staged a locomotive crash uh, in May of 1896 at Buckeye Park in Lancaster, Ohio. And this stunt was a huge success. And they had approximately 20,000 spectators that it was free admission but the railroad made a bunch of money on passenger traffic on like their trains so people coming out to see the spectacle would have to buy a ticket
0: uh-huh. even
2: though the admission was free they were still making money on all of those tickets to see the spectacle yeah, yeah. and so mkt wanted a similar spectacle to drum up advertisement for the railroad they decided to have free admission to the wreck, but they profited from the ticket sales to special excursion trains to and from the wreck site. These tickets were $3.50 for round-trip tickets anywhere in the state, $3.50. But uh, in 2021, that equals $114. So it
0: was an expensive So it was ride. pretty
2: expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But anywhere in the state, like, that's good. Yeah. And you get to see for free two trains crash into each yeah, other and, and you get yeah. to go on
0: a little vacation yeah and, yeah i mean and, i think it would be fun yeah <laughs> i would spend if george and i had the money spend 100 200 bucks to go spend the night in another city and watch two trains crash into each other
2: <laughs> yeah. i mean i would yeah <laughs> um so this was a huge ordeal there were two water wells that were drilled there were tents erected they had like telegraph stands and speaker stands food and drink stands there were like cigar vendors Um, so it was like a big deal and they were expecting a lot of people to be there. There was a separate four mile track built so that no runaway train could end up on the main track. So they built like its own little runway essentially. Um, and each end of the track was on top of a hill. And then the collision point was going to be like in the valley of those two hills. And the day before the collision, they had done speed tests to predict the point of the collision and William Crush assured everyone that it was safe and that specifically like the boilers on the steam engines were designed not to rupture in case of a crash. And so like it, w- it would be safe. Everyone would be fine. They were unmanned trains. Obviously they're not just sending like two people to their deaths. Uh- <laughs> um, yeah. That would just be, that stupid would be planning. dumb. <laughs> Yeah, so it was just assured, essentially, to be, like, very safe. Um, The public stood about 200 yards away from the crash site, but the press was allowed about 100 yards away from the crash site. On the day of, so on September 15th, the crash was delayed an hour because the the public kept trying to, like, push forward to move closer, and so they were having to fight against the public to get them to stay the 200 yards away. And each train reached speeds about of about forty five miles per hour, which was kind of what they had expected. They collided at the anticipated spot. But after the collision, there was a large explosion. Oh, So the two boilers that William Crush had a- assured everyone wouldn't rupture had ruptured. They had exploded, and <laughs> <laughs> debris was flying hundreds of feet. As the crowd began to panic, some debris landed in the group of spectators and killed two and injured a lot of other people. One of the photographers that was there, Jarvis Dean, lost an eye to a flying bolt. Oh, no. The story immediately made headlines and William Crush was fired from the railroad. I didn't get a chance to make my joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I wonder if he saw that coming. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. <laughs> <Go ahead.
0: laughs>
2: William Crush was fired from the railroad, but then he was rehired the next day. So he was fired for a day because of re-hired. the crash. That's like then some publicity
1: shit. That's like
2: the railroad yeah. being like,
1: oh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll take, take care, care of, of this.
2: it. Yeah, and then he worked there until he retired, oh like six decades later.
0: <laughs> he just made one mistake, Hannah. <laughs> just one mistake that's
2: it um you got written up once. <laughs>
0: never again One mistake that
2: resulted in the death of two people and the injuring of many many more it's no big deal it
0: was just a misjudgment
2: uh, um mkt settled multiple lawsuits with the victims and their families including the photographer who's the only one who i found any information about with like specific names or specific settlements, but he earned damages amounting to $10,000, which in 2021 money is 30, sorry, in 2021 money is $325,720. So despite this disaster, there were many railroad companies that continued to stage these kinds of crashes, but none of the other ones had an incident like this. It was just the MKT railroad.
0: Probably because they expected the boilers might explode.
2: Yeah, I think he like he jinxed himself. He was like, "Oh, the boilers won't explode," and then they fucking exploded.
0: But that's the only time they ever exploded.
2: Yeah, like none of the other crashes had an incident.
0: That's weird. It was very and they very had strange. boilers, right? I would assume. Yeah, they, they were, all were all boilers.
2: steam powered trains and everything? Both boilers explode. I well, think so. Well, once one, if exploded, one explodes, probably... then the other will probably okay. explode. Fair and it was a very large explosion. Yeah. That's just shit luck, man. Yeah. Um I have a little fun factoid though. Scott Joplin, the composer, oh. composed a piece of music called Great Crush Collision March.
0: Really? Uh
2: inspired by this incident.
0: Hmm. I want to hear it, do you I know, what it I want to hear like? it. I
2: don't know what it sounds like. I didn't try and find it. My bad. Um I do know though that like in the composition notes there's like instructions on how to make the orchestra sound like a train colliding (laughs) oh nice i just
1: found it too
0: it's on spotify yeah i just found it on spotify (laughs) it's harpsichord Kinda fun. Yeah, I kinda like it. And
1: it's old enough that we don't have to pay any money to play. Yeah. (laughs) Probably copyright free. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Gonna play anything different. Come on, Scott. (laughs) Shake it up a little.
2: Timey. I mean that Scott Joplin. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's very that's very ragtimey right there.
0: Okay, I think that's enough. yeah. <laughs> what a fun song!
2: Fun song about Fair a horrible, horrible tragedy. tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, that's where I have our break.
0: All right, yeah, so it's time to take a break. We shall return. It's working now Yay Alright guys What well, do we Sorry <laughs> Y'all Do we want to get back Into the store
2: right? Yeah. Yeah
0: What other gruesome accidents Do you have for us?
2: So this one also Is a little bit loose In terms of It being a fun place It's more of a fun thing Okay So this is the story Of Pokemon Shock Oh I don't know What that is either Yeah Have you heard of it, Belle? No No Okay. On December 16th of 1997, um, an episode of Pokemon aired called Denosenshi Porygon or Electric Soldier Porygon. Porygon is a Pokemon for those who don't know. Okay, I didn't know. Um, (laughs) This was the 38th episode of the first season of the anime. And in the episode, Ash and the friends have to go inside of a Pokeball transmitting device to figure out what's wrong with it. And... They figure out that, like, Team Rocket has created a computer virus. And after this, Pikachu then, like, thunderbolts the virus, which results in an explosion of red and blue flashing lights. So this um, episode used two anime techniques called Paka Paka and Flash that made the strobe effects a little bit more intense than they normally would have been. Okay, Paka Paka is transmitted light shading, which was a, just, like, a way of shading that was used before the integration of, like, CG effects Okay. in animation. Um, it was used to make certain things, like, glow on the screen. And so, like, for an explosion, it would be used to, like, intensify that glow. I couldn't figure out what, what exactly Flash is. <laughs> okay. All that came up was, like, Flash media like (laughs) okay um anyways but the strobe lights flashed with a rate of 12 hertz for six seconds and at this point viewers started experiencing headaches nausea dizziness blurred vision and some even suffered seizures blindness and a loss of consciousness wow it was reported that overall 685 viewers all of whom were children because it was pokemon yeah. so they were the ones watching it didn't they
1: make fun of that in the simpsons too they did they did <laughs>
0: they, make fun of everything. they make fun of everything they've in the been simpsons. on the air for like 30 years yeah they're still <laughs> making new ones aren't they
2: oh yeah yeah they're still making new. i think ones, so. it's season like 38 or something like that it's crazy <laughs> but yeah so 685 viewers were taken to the hospital by ambulance um only around 150 of these children ended up being hospitalized And two of them were hospitalized for more than two weeks. Wow, Wow. which is crazy. Why did they say it didn't say why? I I assume they just experienced like pretty severe seizures. Um, Hmm. Which to me points that they were just epileptic to begin with. Because like it's pretty common. I think I read it was like one in four thousand people has photosensitive epilepsy. Yeah, and so that's why they have the warnings on everything because mm-hmm. there's a decent May- amount of people who have that photosensitive yeah. epilepsy but not everybody that was affected had no not everyone that was affected had seizures there were kids who were affected who just had like nausea and dizziness huh. and
0: interesting.
2: so it was like a wide range so it
0: still affected people yes. neurologically yeah
2: hmm. interesting even even the kids who probably didn't have epilepsy mm-hmm. so the news started reporting on the incident and then They rebroadcast the scene with the strobe lights. So then some more children had seizures during these news (laughs) rebroadcastings, which is so fucking stupid.
0: Was like, this is causing people to have these horrible symptoms. Let's Let's show show it again. We'll show you exactly what's hurting people. How
2: stupid. <laughs> yeah. You're reporting yeah, on how this scene caused, like, illnesses in children, and, and you're then like, you this just scene it. right here. That's pretty silly. That's pretty very yeah. silly. <laughs> <laughs> people are so silly. People
0: are
2: just silly, yep. So it was reported that after this aired and after the rebroadcasting and everything, 12,000 children were sent to the hospital and they reported minor symptoms after the area of that episode. Twelve thousand. So it went
0: from six hundred and something to twelve thousand.
2: The these symptoms it said are more resemblant of like mass hysteria. Oh. I think because it was because publicized. They, they were
0: like, "This right here causes these symptoms." Let me show you. People are going to have yeah. those symptoms. Okay.
2: Well, I think like so many people started freaking out, and. Then, like, their parents were freaking out, so the kids yeah. were, like, feeding into that. Doubly freaking out. Yeah. yeah. So in total, really, the most severe, it was, like, maybe 150. Like, 600 total for the day that it aired. And this is, like, across the entirety of Japan. Maybe 150 who were, like, severely injured, like, okay. severely ill who stayed in the hospital who actually had a hospital Who actually stay. had a real reaction, yeah. most likely. Yeah. Okay. Um. So after this incident... All anime really started airing with messages to watch in a brightly lit area and Mm -hmm. sit further away from the TV screen. I think they still have it in like a few animes in Japan today. Yeah. They also uh, instituted like dimming on the faster scenes in anime. So like the screen would dim if it was like a fast paced scene that could have like a strobing effect in it just to kind of prevent something like this from happening again. USA Today reassured that American children were unlikely to have, like, a similar reaction because anime was more fast-paced than like American cartoons, and so uh, at this point in like the early '90s, not a lot of anime was being shown in America.
0: Oh, so you're not saying that American children didn't have the same reaction to the same cartoon?
2: Yeah, it's just that this kind of scene was less prevalent in American animation. America, yeah. Well, like the nature of anime a lot of the time is it's very fast paced. There's a lot of like fight scenes. There's a lot of effects put into it. And a lot so, of flashes. Yeah. A lot of
0: change in color and, and brightness, darkness. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I've, watch- I've watched a fair amount of anime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I recognize the difference. Yeah.
2: The idea was that just American animation at that time wasn't doing the same things.
0: They were certainly not using the effect
2: that caused this problem. What was it called again? Paka paka. Paka paka. I'm sure they were to some extent, just like in different ways, because it was like a fairly wide known animation technique. I I'm pretty sure that it was not just in Japan. Like TLS, 1997.
0: Okay, maybe by 97 they were. Yeah, yeah. because
2: the. TLS, the transmitted light shading, was like the overarching term for Paka, Paka. It's just how it was used, I think. Because I think okay, I looked it up. Paka, Paka more specifically is like you change the entire scene to be a little bit brighter or something like that. Or to be a little sparklier yeah, or but flashier. Like, or yeah. yeah. Uh, but like transmitted light shading was used instead of like cg effects that we have now okay so if like someone had like CGI a light
0: yeah.
2: that was glowing in a scene it would probably be animated with tls to make it look like it was glowing a little bit brighter
0: i mean i want to go off topic for a second we're just talking about animation yeah. have you guys watched that it's on netflix i think it's called arcane
2: no i haven't because oh. league of Legends fucking people are toxic but oh. i've heard it's really good
0: <laughs> i like it it's really good and but just the animation like the only thing that does yeah, i like look the animation. real is when people walk seriously because they look kind of silly when they walk because you know it's hard to get human motion down well and it's in animation. stylized and it's stylized but Very i mean they stylized. look so fucking real yeah i don't know we got to animation away. I know. We've come such a long way. (laughs) I mean, I think back to like some of the earliest cartoons that I watched when I was a kid. And how I thought they were so fucking cool. It's just like some of the old movies that we watched, we were like,
2: wow, did you see that effect? That was amazing. <laughs> like Jurassic Park, the first uh, one. No, yeah. listen, Jurassic Park still fucking holds up. It's crazy. Those practical effects that were used in that movie, it's insanity that they were able to do that that no, let early. Me th- okay, you're right. That one was actually pretty good. I'm trying to think, think of, of another some. example, mom. <laughs> well, like the first Star Wars series. Yeah.
0: Like that was back in what the late seventies, early eighties. Even the ones that came out
1: in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you watch them now, and you're like, oh, like, I feel like yeah, in the two so thousands. I
0: remember thinking like, wow, that was so cool. But the difference, though, is that people had to do real stunts. Yeah, more no, often, That's the thing. And they had to build build like is models the, and animatronics. In the two thousands,
1: I feel like it's the most noticeable how like far we've come with effects because yeah. that was when everything started being cgi but we still weren't very good at
2: cgi yes, <laughs> yes. so like the polar express eyes like everyone yeah. makes fun of how the eyes are so fucking weird and uncanny valley like mm-hmm. uh, james and i last night we were making dinner and the mummy returns was on tv oh my god uh, I and you you know the scene where the scorpion king comes out and it's that fucking horribly cgi animated <laughs> yes. dwayne johnson on a scorpion like, yeah. <laughs> I, um... it's so silly to look At now. Um, So, yes, they said the anime was more fast paced, and so American children wouldn't have the same reaction to American animation. But after this, four kids announced that Pokemon was coming to America without the seizure-inducing scenes. So all of this happened before Pokemon even aired in America. Oh. Um, And it's speculated that without Pokemon Shock and without that widespread recognition of the show itself, that it probably would have never been localized in America. Yeah. Which is like crazy to think about because Pokemon is huge and has always been huge. Oh my gosh, I will
1: never ever in my whole life, like I'll probably talk about Pokemon Go summer more than I'll talk about anything about COVID when I get old. (laughs) Uh, Like, Do you remember remember that summer? 2016, last good summer we had. <laughs> not even, Pokemon not Go. even. 2016 uh, was the most depressed I've ever uh, been, but I still think so fondly into that summer because I was outside just, like, just walking, walking around. around. And that was around Pokemon the same Go. time that I found
0: the geocaching. <laughs> oh, yeah, we even yeah. come over and geocache because I, ge- I never was into the Pokemon Go, I but I was like, ooh, I could do this instead. <laughs> that summer that we went to
1: Arkansas, and like all of us were Pokemon going, yeah. and there were so many Pokestops because every single church,
0: yeah, was a Pokestop. Oh, that that's funny. I love it. Uh, That's how you get people in. You like, make <laughs> your church a stop. It just happens. Pokestop. Just automatically. remember
2: Pokemon Go. They should make Pokemon go to the polls. James uh, and I quote that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> but that would make sense. No, that was something that Hillary said. She said Pokemon go to yeah, the Yeah, she said Pokemon yeah, go that to the polls. That same summer.
1: That same summer 2016. But they
0: made a, them, the polls all
2: pokestops or whatever then then a bunch of 12 year olds would be voting
0: no the parents <laughs> that had to take them down there. that's fair be.
2: um but yeah that's the story of pokemon track that's pretty yeah
0: pretty fucked up yeah just to be watching a cartoon you, you know you're like fixing your hair putting your makeup on getting ready to go to work or whatever <laughs> and then your kid's having a seizure
2: yeah, the fact that it was so many children is wild. And then I'm having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's having a
0: fucking seizure. I know, I
2: was writing it. James suggested doing that one. Just um, because of Belle. No, he just suggested it because, like, we like Pokemon. Yeah, you guys are big Pokemon um, nerds. But then as I was, like, looking at it, I was like, should I tell this? Is yeah. it too
0: soon to tell this no. sh- to Belle?
2: <laughs> this I Belle literally... was i
0: talking about <laughs> making a playlist. I literally, I like, when I
1: very first became conscious, I, like, joked with Guy. I was like, I'll make a playlist. Because I, I got on, well, like, one of the first things I did after I had my seizure was, like, Google about it. And then when I started to kind of put together that I had been having those partial seizures. Yeah, me seizures. and her both
0: kind of did that together and on our own. Like, she uh, was looking and then I was looking and then we'd talk and we'd be like, yeah, well, I looked at this. Well, I saw that. And we kind of came to the conclusion together yeah. that she was already having many seizures. And um, I was kind of happy and sad, but, but I then was happy I got on, was schizophrenic.
1: I got on epilepsy TikTok. <laughs> because
0: i was like oh well where we learn the best well please. and it's like
1: people you know people going through it who have been going through it gives me a little bit more
0: yeah first-hand like account comfort shit, yeah.
1: i'm not gonna totally die kind of thing you can
0: still have a yeah a, a like normal a super, life. like
1: one of these you know this girl that i've been following for forever on tiktok i saw her on epilepsy tiktok and i was like wow <laughs> <laughs> but i saw somebody they were like oh my my seizure playlist. I was like, great idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. So I have one last story. Okay. This is probably the most fucked up of all. Uh-oh. Ooh. So this is about the Gothenburg discotheque fire. So this occurred in Gothenburg, Sweden on Hissingen Island. Gothenburg. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <laughs>
1: We're gonna keep practicing. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna be here every day because I still can't
2: drive for another two months.
0: <laughs> Fuck.
2: <sighs> so this occurred in Gothenburg, Sweden, on Hissingen Island on October 29th of 1988. No, sorry, 1998. The premises on the island had been rented out by an organization catering to the Macedonian community in Gothenburg for the purpose of having a discotheque. And for those who don't know, a discotheque is essentially just a nightclub.
0: Okay. Got them. A nightclub that goes disco. let machine disco und in
1: Got <Gothenburg>. You <laughs> cannot you cannot say that without me like seeing somebody with long hair. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I can't.
2: Uh, so the fire department estimated that the building could hold around 150 people. But at the time of the fire, it's estimated that around like 375 people aged 12 to 25 were present at the time of the fire. Um, On the third floor of the premises, a fire was set in a stairway that served as the nightclub's emergency exit. So this left um, a single staircase that was everyone's means of escape because the emergency exit was blocked. There were secondary school students. Why? Who would do that? I'll get into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were secondary school students who had been on the third floor celebrating Halloween because this was just a few days before Halloween. It was October 29th. My favorite home. I know. I know. Oh,
0: and it's almost here. It's almost here. Almost I've been here. wishing here.
1: Kyle happy Halloween, making almost to my Halloween <laughs> playlist.
0: Making eyeballs. Go to the Michael's. The
2: moment my birthday
1: ended, I was like, well, happy Halloween, Kyle.
2: <laughs> Halloween decoration at Michael's is just what I want my house to be decorated like all times. All, literally, all time. I literally, two
1: weeks ago, went into Target with Kyle and they already have like Halloween decorations out front. And I was like, yes!
2: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Since there was only that one staircase to escape, many people were forced to jump from the third floor to the ground below. It was about sixteen feet jump. Um, sixteen so feet jump. It was about a sixteen foot jump drop. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> silly. So because it was that far, a lot of people were injured. Obviously, well, yeah. The adherence to fire and safety standards was generally poor at the premises anyways, which just exacerbated the fire and the outcome. The first emergency call came in at 1145 p.m. and the first fire team arrived only four minutes later. Sixty people were rescued by firefighters using self-contained breathing apparatuses and others were escaping on their own. In total, 63 young people were killed and 213 were injured. Oh, wow. 50 of these 213 were seriously injured. So that's a lot of fucking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Initially, it couldn't really be determined if the fire was accidental or arson, but there was speculation that the fire was started with racist and xenophobic intent oh. since the people attending the discotheque were mostly immigrants. I don't know if this is, like, still what is believed because it was discovered that, like, the four main suspects were actually also immigrants. They were just Iranian immigrants. Oh. Um This was, like, Macedonian immigrants I, at the discotheque. I
1: just feel like it... I have a hard time believing it's an accident, the fact that what the fire was
2: started... No, it's not an accident. Yeah, like did I say accident? Well, you
1: said that it was like speculated that it could like for a long oh. time they didn't know.
2: Well, they didn't know if the fire was started or if it had accidentally uh, started, like if it was arson or not. Okay. Initially, like at this point, we know it was arson. Because, yeah. But when like, they were doing the they... initial investigations, they didn't know if well, something you know, you else you caused the shit fire. Out. Yeah. But
1: I feel like it's pretty obvious considering that it was started in the staircase of the emergency exit.
2: Of- yeah. Suspect already. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so on June 1st of 1999, uh, two, sus- two suspects were arrested but later released. The Swedish police had questioned uh, like 1,400 people about this. Wow. And in January of 2000, they arrested three suspects, and a fourth suspect was arrested in February. These four people were 17 to 19-year-olds, and they were denied entry into the discotheque, so they set it on fire. Holy shit. That's yep. some
0: pretty fucking douchebag shit right there. Are you going to let me in? Yeah, fire. what a
2: fucking extreme reaction to have. <laughs> yeah. I can't get into this club. Fuck all 300 people inside then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the fire starter, Shoresh Kaveh, was sentenced to eight years Two others, Hussein Arsani and Mohammed Mohammed Domini, were sentenced to six years. The youngest of these people, who was only 17 at the time, I think he was a juvenile, Mesam Mohammed Yeh, was sent to a juvenile facility for only three years. I think because he was a minor. Because he was a minor,
0: he probably was just tagging along. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it was probably one guy. That was like fuck these people. We should light this place on fire. Well, yeah, and the got fire starter, else. the
2: like ringleader, Shoresh Kaveh, yeah. was sentenced to the most amount of time. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah, sad.
0: What's well, a sad story? It makes me not want to go anywhere. <laughs> makes me just can't not go
1: anywhere fun. Here. I feel like I feel like if I were to die tragically, I would want to die tragically somewhere fun.
0: Right? That's true. Some more yeah. fun would be good.
1: Like if I were to get like shot off of a roller coaster, at least my last moments would have been on a roller coaster.
0: <laughs> That's true. Be like, fuck. I'm into it. <laughs> fuck I'm into my risky it. <laughs> lifestyle. That was bad good story, things, Hannah.
2: Fun places. Thanks.
0: Bad things, fun things.
2: Bad things, fun places, or fun, things. just fun things. Yeah, bad things, fun
0: things.
2: Bad things, <laughs> fun things, fun things.
0: Alright, yeah. well, we should move on to... Thanks to Don't Suck! Thanks that Don't Suck! <laughs> <laughs> Alright! Who wants to go first?
1: Um, I guess I could go first. Do it! Um, Again, back to cats. My thing that doesn't suck <laughs> today is that uh, Pierre, he's so funny. He was quinnying around this morning. He saw me wake up. I had to wake up to take my anti-convulsion meds. And pear i'm like getting out of bed like putting some clothes on and pear's like sitting next to me on the bed he's like doing his like silent meows like he he does like his little like quiet and sometimes there's like no sound sometimes he just goes <laughs> <laughs> but i like bit down to give him a kiss because i'll like kiss him on the forehead he loves when i give him kisses but he gave me a kiss right on the lips as i went to go give him a kiss he like bit My two little lips with only like his gums. And then he was like grabbing my hand to like make me pet him. He does that. He'll get violent sometimes. (laughs) Like I'll try to like pull away and he will like grab my hand, claws out and like drag it towards him so that I pet him on the... Uh, He's such an asshole. That's hilarious.
0: That's so sweet. Oh, and then yesterday
1: I told mom about this, but I want to sell it on the podcast because Kyle's been having to drive me around and drop me off at mom's house so that I can get to work because I still can't drive... And the cats haven't had, like, any patio time this week, really. And yesterday morning, before Mom picked me up, I was able to get the cats some patio time. And I went and opened the door, and Ollie went right outside. But Pear was in the bedroom, and he heard me open the door. And I start to walk into the bedroom, and I get to the hallway around the corner. And he kept sprinting mm-hmm. around the corner. And he almost, like, knocked me over, like, tripping oh me God. to get out. He sprinted all the way to the threshold of the back door, and he just, like, stops. And it's just like sniffing. (laughs) I was like, Kyle, did you see your cat? Kyle missed it. Like the cat was just like, oh my God, I get to go outside. (laughs) Anyway, Pierre doesn't suck. I love him.
2: Pierre is great. That's good. What about you, Hannah? Um, My thing that doesn't suck is that yesterday, James and I went and got sushi with one of our friends that we haven't seen in a very long time. And he brought his baby. Aww. And he's very cute. That's cool. How old is the baby? I think he's two. Mm. Aww. Yeah. He, was he, he, was he real obnoxious cute. or was No, he good? was, like, really well behaved. He was really funny, though. At one point, he was, like, running out into the parking lot. <laughs> and Jays' <laughs> friend's, like, sister-in-law was like chasing after him she was like so far behind him though she was just like letting him run and he thought it was the funniest thing this little kid was like <laughs> laughing his ass off and everyone was like grab him grab him <laughs> <laughs> and he finally he like tripped and fell and that's oh. how she grabbed him oh, no. that <laughs> oh. makes me Cute. think of
1: that tiktok <laughs> she's like what do you have he's like a, a knife! knife no <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: Thank really God. funny he also because we got edamame and he loved edamame. Oh, yeah. And so he kept just like grabbing beans and he would put them in his dad's hand so that his dad could like pop them onto his plate. Oh! And he would like pry open his fingers and like put the bean <laughs> in between his fingers <laughs> and be like, <laughs> my beans, please. Oh, how cute. <laughs> so Little funny. kids are cute. They are cute.
0: When they're not being monsters. Which when they're not my own. 99% <laughs> of the time. So my happy thought, my thing that doesn't suck is... um. Two parts. One is that I am learning a song with Hannah, and that's been fun. If I can just um, get through singing the whole thing without crying, (laughs) because... For whatever no. and it makes me emotional. And then my other is that I've been spending a lot of time with Belle. And I just really enjoy my children. We Aww. went shopping. And we had lunch yesterday and it was nice. And I just love you guys. Yeah, and it was staying out it's
1: with George too. Because I've been spending a lot of time with you, but not a whole lot of time with George. And it yeah. was nice to hang out with you guys. And it was funny because like before. Everything happened and I like had to see you every day. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was still, like Kyle about how I was like, Man, I never get to out with my mom anymore because she doesn't have Mondays off. Because you remember like yeah. every Monday I yeah, come would call come you
2: and I would be like, Well, I'm off of work really early. Can I come hang out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, Hannah, are welcome to come over any day if you're not working <sighs> and now here.
2: I work every day of the I know. week. <laughs>
0: I know you work so much and I get it. Yeah, I get it. But um, thankful that Kyle
2: makes
1: a decent amount of money and Kyle is obsessed with going to work regardless of how much money he makes so
0: well yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for the no driving thing and stuff you probably i probably wouldn't see you much either about because you'd be working full-time you yeah. wouldn't be able to yeah. come over and stuff but i get it but it's nice right now i just enjoy the time that i have with you guys yeah oh, and i love you both love, I love you, you. And that's a good way to end this podcast, I think. I think so. Yeah. So, um, we
1: love you, Shemmies. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You can find us at FFS the podcast on most things or at search Gmail. for us at Fdub Family Storytime. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. It's E F F E D up Family Storytime. Yeah. Um share us with your friends, review us on the the yeah, apps yeah. that you we'll review, review us on us and you can reach out to us at ffs the podcast at gmail.com
2: send us your spooky stories yeah. or you can reach out to me personally at 720 no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, please review us because that helps with the algorithms it helps get us out there and yeah so and even if you more. just share
1: us with your friends like tell yeah. somebody about us if you like to listen to us and you think that somebody else is into the weird spooky bad things fun things
0: yeah Yeah. all of it bad things fun things (laughs) they have to
1: like cats because it's all that we talk about otherwise oh
0: yeah that is true they have to like cats or have some weird sadistic hatred for cats
2: they have to like cats and be violently (laughs) (laughs) pro-union
0: yeah Yeah. Uh. there's a few things that you may (laughs) want to align with if you want to listen to us but for the most part i think we
2: are forever yeah so All for right, you Bethany. Yeah, we're not Bethany. For you,
1: Bethany, I'm fuck you, Bethany. Bethany. <laughs> All right, we love you, Chemies.
2: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.